five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to everything you need to know about music. And I am here today with my friends, Perry. Say hi, Perry. Hi, Perry. <laughs> and Greg. Say hi, Greg. Hi, Greg. <laughs> All right. So my turn tonight to tell you guys about something and neither of you know what we're going to do. Isn't that right? We don't, and I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, Perry, you, uh, you're I'm with me? I'm terribly excited. Okay. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you guys know who, each one of the songs that I'm going to play, but you don't know who the person is. So I'm going to say the person's name, but I don't think you're going to know the person's name, but I'm going to then play each one of the songs, and I'm going to bet of the three songs, you know all of them. I'm going to say that right here off the beginning, in the beginning of the podcast. Three for three. I think you're going to go three for three. That's generous. Are okay. you going to tell us the artist after the three? Nope, I'm going to tell you right now. The okay. artist's name is Eric Burden. Never heard of him. No, I, I think I went to high school with <laughs> Eric Burden. <laughs> is, that no. like, is that like Burden, like you're a Burden, or is it? B-U-R-D-O-N, Eric Burden. Eric Burden was born in 1941 in Newcastle, England. And he was the lead singer of The Animals. Okay? okay. I, do like, I do like Newcastle beards. The, <laughs> the Animals were a British electric blues rock band and were part of that whole British invasion with the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, the Who, the Hollies, Dave Clark Five, the Kinks. They did songs like I'm Crying, Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood, We Gotta Get Out of This Place, right? In my life, don't bring me down. But we're going to get right into the first song because I am going to start the podcast with my favorite Eric Burden Animals song, a song that I know 100% you know, but it's amazing. Okay? Are you I'm ready? ready. I'm okay. ready. I'm right. pumped. Before we, I'm intrigued. Before we get to it, though, I'm going to play you the 1933 version of this song because originally... Whoa, whoa, whoa. He was born in 41? No, no I know. I know. Okay. No. So it was originally a folk song, and it was originally done by Clarence Tom Ashley. And I'll play you the original song, and then you'll go, oh, okay, I kind of, I kind of know the song. So see if you know this. There is a house down in New they call the rising sun Where many poor boys No, nothing? All right, that's okay. That's all right. That's the original. That's the original. That's the original. Original folk song called Rising Sun Blues. It was basically about a life gone wrong in New Orleans. And then it was off of... The next person to do it was off of Bob Dylan's first album, and he did it like this. Which might be a bit more familiar uh, of the yeah. version yes. that we're going to get to. All right. This I recognize. I'm but listen. Bum, ba -dum, bum, right? Bum, ba -dum. Right? Yep. Here we go. There and this is Bob Dylan. house of the rising down sun. in New Orleans. Exactly. They call the rising sun. Now, Bob Dylan's 1962 version kind of converted the original folky version into this, what you're hearing now, this A minor, C, F, D version that he kind of did. 
But then once the animals were on tour with Chuck Berry, they heard Bob Dylan do this version and said, we need something to close our show. We need something that's going to be something memorable, something something different than the rock and roll that they were playing. So they thought they would do something folky, but they wanted to do it their way. So their way is absolutely the greatest version of that song. And I'm just going to play it for you now so you can hear what I'm talking about. House of the Rising Sun. So song number one is House of the Rising Sun by the Animals, lead singer Eric Burden. Do you know this song? There is a house in New Orleans. Wow. Yeah? Now listen to his voice. I mean, this gravelly, raspy, just yelling that he has, just control, is just fantastic. By far the best version. By far, without a doubt. No one's done it since better, and no one ever will. It's just absolutely perfect. Now listen to him scream as he builds into this song. Pause it here for a second. I'm going to pause it right there because I want to go over one really important part of this song that I want to kind of show you guys, which is this organ, which a lot of people don't talk about the organ, but the organ is so epically special, especially in this song. And it was this Vox, V-O-X, Continental, which not a lot of people talk about, but the Vox Continental was this organ, I'm going to show you a picture of it so you can kind of see it, that was made by this British amplifier company that was inverted. So the black keys were white and the white keys were black. Hmm. And they called it, it looked like this, and they called it the Vox Connie. So nicknamed the Connie because of the Continental. And I'm going to play for you. So you know this, this sound. I'm going to play for you the top, and this is my opinion, the top four Vox Continental songs so that you kind of get the idea of what it sounds like. This is the California Sun by the Rivieras. Listen, listen to the Vox on this. Listen right here. You hear that organ? Yeah. Right here. This is number four, in my opinion. You hear that? So you and you've heard that in other songs yeah, for yeah, sure, yeah. right? I, I feel like the Beach Boys yeah, may sure. have used one. Yeah, of it's definitely a 60s swinging. But that sound is quintessential 60s rock. Song number three, best use of the Connie, 96 Tears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Number two, in my opinion, is The Doors, Light My Fire. Ah. And specifically, the solo in the middle of the song, right here. I mean, this goes on for just two minutes or more of just scales up and down the, the Vox. But that sound, so we're going to go back. I want to go back to, forgive me, I want to go back to House of the Rising Sun so that you guys can hear now what's inside. And, and it's so important because in the beginning of the song, you barely hear it. And it continuously just, can, just grows and grows and grows and becomes such a part of the song that's so important. 
but I want you to listen to it now. You hear that? Alright, now listen, listen, listen to the best Vox Continental solo ever. does it for me. Alan Price was the uh, the keyboard player on that. And Bob Dylan has been said to have after hearing their version of this song, to get out of his car when he heard it on the radio and start pounding on the car, just in just disbelief that it sounded this big and strong and powerful, and is what made him convert from being a acoustic folk singer to an electric guitar player. Because of this song. Because of this song. Because of this that's song. That's unbelievable. It, it is, and some people claim that it happened differently, but that's the way that they this group says that it happened. So it's just a fan, a fantastic thing. But I such, want to a, just such a classic listen sound. To yeah, exactly. Listen to Eric's voice, though. The control this guy has is just insane. Alright, I'm going to go to the end here so you can hear the Continental real quick. And listen to the way they just keep building this song up to the end. And it's almost church-like. It's almost like this, like a funeral. Like it's just a big, big, big... Listen to this. That's insane. It's a beautiful song. Isn't that great? <sighs> what what gives it that sound? A lot of different things. First off, it's the first, like, not the first, but one of the first electric pianos. I mean, it still is a piano in that when you played it, it would hit a string, but it was amplified with these uh, pickups, almost like a, a, a guitar. Like then, an electric guitar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Then run through these Vox amplifiers that were just... No way. And, and overdriven to create that, like, distortion, like that dirty, gritty sound, yeah. which yeah. just give it that unique flavor, which is really, really cool. Yeah. So Eric Burden's voice, though, clearly, I mean, when, when Dylan did it, it was a folk song, but when he does it, it's just this, like, rocking, bluesy, gritty song that he can literally yell over, which is just fantastic. So I wanted to start with that one because I know you know it. Did I go one for one? Love it. One for one. And okay. it reminds me a little bit of his passion, Kurt Cobain, a little bit, how he can build up a song, but also CCR, yeah. a lot of CCR in there. I'll give you that. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Song number two. Now, I, I took a shot with this one because there's so many different animals' songs, and specifically Eric Burden songs that you can go to, but I like this one because it's it's not their song. This song was originally done for Nina Simone, the jazz singer, and it was written for her. But when 
well, let me, you know what? Let me play her version of it first so you can kind of hear it. And you'll probably know the song when you hear it. But this is the original. Baby, you understand me now. First recorded in 1964, written Sometimes for her. Sometimes you see that I'm mad. Beautiful song. A Don't song you know about you when you've just had a bad day and have had an argument with a loved one. And you just should have done things differently. Do you know this song? So the animals get this song. Do you know it, Greg? No, I mean it sounds so familiar, but but different. I haven't heard that version. Okay, I know that. Do you kind of know that beat though? Yes. Okay. So the, the animals hear this song in 1964 and go, you know what? Maybe we can do something with it. So they decide to speed it up again, use the Vox Continental, add a little bit of riff to the beginning of it, and their version sounds like this. And Eric Burton starts listening to his voice. Baby, do you understand me now? Now do you know it? Sometimes I feel yeah, a little absolutely. Bad, right? Yeah. But don't you know that no one alive can always be nature? And you hear that box in the back, yeah, right? In the background. I mean, you, and I know you know, it's, it's basically an apology to anyone who's ever lost their cool in an argument. And it's a beautiful song. But when he sings sometimes it, I'm so he can just almost be off key and yelling and get away with it. And sometimes it seems that all I have to do is worry. And then you're bound to see my other side. Now, one, one, one last thing about this song that's really crucial is it follows this Andalusian progression, which I'm going to nerd out on you for wow. just a second. It's a term I've never heard before. Which you haven't heard it, but I know you know it. So let's pretend for a moment that we're going to number the scales. So let's say we're in the key of C. So C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay? If we're going to do a certain pattern. The Andalusian pattern is six, five, four, three. So regardless of what key you're in, and it's a flamenco pattern. So it starts with six, 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 five, 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 four, 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 three, and it, walk, it works its way down. And there's so many different songs that use that. For example, Chicago. Right? I know you know this. Yeah. But I want you to hear that kind of progression that walks down. So other songs that have that are, other songs would be like Walk, Don't Run, All Along the Watchtower, California Dreamin', uh, uh, yeah. Starboy, right? Uh, Smooth Criminal, Michael Jackson okay, song. Okay. Uh, like a Hurricane, Stray Cat Strut. These songs, that it, and it's like that, just that walk down. So when you hear that, you'll kind of understand that that's that, that pattern and it's extremely common and a really popular pattern that they have inside of that song. Alright, so let me take you back to the song so now you can hear it but first I want to take you to this bridge that he has I want you to, know I want you to hear this part right here 
Six. Five. Four. Three. See how it keeps walking down? Yeah. And then back up. Now, there's been so many covers of this song that you may know. For example, there was a disco version of the song that was done. Maybe you've, maybe you've heard this version. I know Perry's big into disco music, so I want to play this one for you. <laughs> maybe at a wedding. Now, this was also in the Kill Bill movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know this version? This one's new to me. This one's new? Okay. This one's new to me. But you hear the same song in it, though. Yeah. You hear it, though, right? You see how they took the animal's little organ piece that they yeah. have right there and just made it? Yep. Just wait till he comes in. Hold on a minute. Joe Cocker did a version of it. There's been 30, 40 different versions of this, but when you hear the animal's version, my point of me playing that one for you is because Eric Burden's voice is just, there's something that he's able to do with this yelling, this controlled yelling that he has that only he can get away with. It's just perfect. Like, it's almost like he's not in key, but he is. And it's just only, he's just so unique to it, which is really kind of cool. All right. Song number three. So am I, am I two for two? You are two for two. Perry? Indeed. Okay. All right. Let's go three for three. All right. He leaves the animals and decides he's not, he's not going to be with them anymore. He's just going to go and kind of do his own solo thing and goes and actually ends up joining another group. And he joins the group War. <laughs> do you know War. I do not know war. Oh, you do. I, I you do. do. I do. I, I, if, when I hear the song, I will okay. know war. So, war's songs, for example, I'll give you just a couple of songs here and go, oh, I know who they are. War did this. This is called Lowrider. Now, do you know war? Do you know this song? This is called Cisco Kid. War's best song, in my opinion, is Cisco Kid. Do you know this song? It's going to hurt my feelings if you don't know the song. This isn't song three, by the way. Okay, that's okay. I, I, that's okay. I, I, I vaguely know it. Do you know this song? This might be tough, actually. This isn't War's, one of War's bigger songs. This is called Summer. These guys were just this L.A., California, Latin, funk, soul, bongos, but yet rocky kind of band. 
and they pick up Eric Burden because of his voice, and they come out with this album called Eric Burden Declares War. Okay. Did, did they lose a band member or no? This is a- no, no. They just pick them up, okay. and they do song number three. Which I'm hoping, I'm taking a shot with this one. I don't know if you're going to know this one, but I think you're going to. And it's called Spill the Wine. Oh, yeah. Of course. Greg, don't let me yeah. down. Don't lie to me, though, but don't let me down. No, of course. I want you to hear the Latin influences. Yeah, yeah here we go. Okay? okay. Bongos, the little little, the little fish, the little yeah, zebra yeah. fish, <laughs> and then the box. That's the box. Yep. Do you know it though? Do you know it for sure? All right. So he has this settled down, a bit of a like almost kind of chill kind of talking vibe. I was once I was strolling. And this is Eric Burton. Hot summer's day. He sounds different. He does until he gets to the chorus, and then he releases his powerful voice, and you'll hear it. I lay there in the sun and felt it caressing my face. That's great. Totally recognize the song. Do you, know? Do you know it, though? Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's three for three. Three for three, baby. All right. Let me just get to it. So he was actually dating at the time uh, Jimi Hendrix's girlfriend. Well, soon-to-be girlfriend. And they're just chilling in this, like, tent in a studio. And he's, like, just... Like, picture these hippie, kind of L.A., San Francisco, just in the studio, chilling. She's in there, and they got they're her mic'd up. She's speaking in Spanish, and he's just laying this stuff, and it's just, the, like, this kind of hippie music. Listen, and they had a flute. Just chill. Jethro Toll. A little bit, right? And then he has this... A pit like this eruption in the chorus, and then you're gonna go, Oh, yeah, that's Eric Burton. But how chill is that? How cool is that song? Just there was long ones, tall ones, short ones, brown ones, black ones, round ones, big ones, crazy ones. Came out 19 April of 1970. You can hear the girl talking. Watch. Here we go. Definitely know it. Definitely. Know okay. It. All right. Good. All right. So three for three. So, I mean, here you got a guy from Newcastle, England. With this epic voice that has just been in so many different songs that I think you, I know you know, but if you didn't know who he was, you would just think, oh, it's just another singer. But his voice is so powerful, so strong, so special. I wanted to bring you somebody that I know you didn't know, but I know that you know. Does that make sense? Yeah, and you, and you absolutely nailed it. Okay, all right. Such a unique voice. What do you think? I'm gonna one thing. I'm gonna check out War. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna listen to the album. Okay. And enjoy it. Yeah. War's greatest hits are exceptionally good. Like it's really good. It's that chill Latin-inspired California sound from the '70s with a bit of funk and some extra bongos. And you add his voice. It's just so cool. Just so so good. 
So good. And you hear that instrument. What's that instrument called? The, like the voice box or something that you blow into it and it's like wah, wah, wah. Yeah, there's so, like, they got so much funky stuff yeah. going on in there. I mean, they got just so much different stuff in the background. And especially the little flute solo part, which I think is really cool. But, Pear, did you know all of that? I did. Okay. Nailed it. Three for three. All right, I'm pretty excited think, about that. I think he sounds a little like Jim Morrison. He, he has a little bit of that, yeah, definitely. Might just be the era. No, I, I think that that's fair. I think that that's good. I think that that's good. Best of best of war. War's greatest hits. Yeah, you? yeah. You should definitely download that if you get a chance to. All right, I'm going to leave you with a bonus song from him that I, I think it, I, I should get honorable mention. And if you don't know it, it's okay. It doesn't count because I did go three for three. But if you do know it, I get bonus credit. Is that fair? <laughs> is this war or animals? No, this is the animals. Do you know this song? Dirty old heart of the city where the sun refused to shine. I just want to ride out to his voice. People tell me it ain't no use in trying. Now, see how low he starts all these songs? My little girl, you're so young and free. And just builds a little bit. And one thing I know is true. If you don't know it, don't lie to me. It's okay. Not yet. I don't know yet. Hold on. Just wait, wait till the chorus so I can see your face. We'll just leave it there then. All right, thanks so much. We'll see you next time. <laughs> For me and you.